You're listening to the Better Man Podcast, becoming life-giving men together. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Better Man Podcast. Adam Tarno here with Chris Harper. Uh, Chris, over the years on this podcast, I have shared multiple different stories about some of my spiritual journey, became a follower of Jesus in college. There was a fraternity brother of mine that shared the gospel with me. Um, kind of his last parting words to me before he graduated was get discipled, find an older guy to help you. And so he said, I've even talked to one, the guy that's been discipling me, I've talked to him and he would love to meet with you. So here I am three, four, five, maybe six months into my walk with Jesus. And I get this older gentleman who at the time I was like, he has got one foot in the grave. He is so old. He's married. He's got kids. And I think he was 27, uh, 28 at the time. Right. But for a 21 year old me, that still felt like this, this really, this older, wiser guy, uh, moved to Atlanta after graduation, uh, the Lord, there was another guy named Bob Strickland that came into my life. John Reeves was the guy in, at Clemson. Then Bob Strickland move out here to Dallas. There's guys like John McGee and Blake Holmes and Robbie Rice and Jeff Strays. I mean, there's just mm-hmm. Randy Marshall. There's all these men that I've had. Like to me, this is just normal. It's all I've known. It's mm-hmm. all I've known is to always have kind of a spiritual mentor, father, uh, on top of my own dad, who was fantastic, right, mm-hmm. with, in my life. The more I talk to men, and especially through this journey you and I have been on with this podcast and the opportunity we have to talk to other guys, I'm starting to realize that's not the norm to mm. always have some guys like that. So I'm incredibly grateful uh, for that uh, that opportunity. I know what an impact it's had in my walk with Jesus, uh, but that's something we want to talk about today because there still is a wide gap between the number of men in this world that feel like they've got that that man in their life that can help guide them and shape them. And, and that's incredibly important to happen for boys to become young men. They need that older guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. David D. Gilmore uh, published a study 20 years ago. It was a, it was a cross-cultural study on, on manliness around the world. Hmm. And, and the thing that kept emerging was that if, if boys and young men were going to grow into manhood and manliness, they had to be ushered into it by older men. So there was this, there was this process of coming along and kind of being trained up in your masculinity and manhood. And, and Gilmore argued that's the key element missing today in our culture is we don't have enough of that. Yeah. I mean, we don't have enough, um, younger men being trained up by, by older men. Right. I call it, I call it this eighth grade dance syndrome. (laughs) <laughs> right. You got you've got all these young men on the on the left side of the gym and you got all these old men on the right side of the gym and everybody's afraid to dance with everybody That's else. Right. Yeah. And you're just waiting for one couple to break the ice, man. <laughs> That's right. That is so right. Yeah. The the older guys are sitting over there just going, They're gonna make me get on TikTok or something. I don't even know what that is. And then the the younger guys are like, I don't know. They're going to talk about Seinfeld or something dumb that's like right. that that I don't even understand. And what is AARP anyway? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. It's just. It's just dance. Yeah, that's a great illustration yeah. for what it can be like. And uh, but but like so. Hopefully, with this episode, what we can do is. Um, you know, I, it sounds weird. Like match some people up. Not not really that, but just get people to maybe have some courage to just start to walk across that floor and go, Hey, you know, can we be friends? So to speak, I I bet we could help each other. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I think so. So I think there are two lies 
Mm. Uh, one lie that younger men are believing and one lie that older men are believing, right? And and I see this all across the country, all across the country. So with older men, it's it's the lie that I really don't have anything to offer, you mm. know, even if I did, the uh, they wouldn't listen anyways, right? It's it's kind of like I've got nothing left in the tank. Maybe maybe earlier in life they weren't as spiritually strong or as morally right, you know, yep. as they should have been. So they kind of feel disqualified. So whether it's you feel disqualified or you feel like you don't have much to offer, you just don't have you don't have any gas left in the tank. Yeah. So you just kind of resign. I think I think that's the majority of people on the on the right side. And then on the left side, I think with young men, it's kind of that it's that ego and arrogance hmm. that that man, this guy, you know, this guy's got nothing to teach me, right? I think there's that there's that famous line that came out of uh, the rise and fall of Mars Hill, right? When when they went to Driscoll and said, you know, hey, you should you should probably be mentored by John Piper, and John Piper was like, or Driscoll was like, you know, why would I do that? My church is bigger than his. Right. Yeah, right. It's like that. It's that that pride, that ego, that arrogance. That man, they've got nothing to teach me, anyways. Like I've got the world figured out. So I, I think the devil has us believing those two lies, and what that does is it keeps older men sidelined. It keeps younger men kind of just running in this foolish direction with no clear path, and then it 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 evolves into just utter chaos. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get some truth to combat those lies. Let's talk to the older guy that feels like he's got nothing to offer, or feels like, hey, I didn't. I would be calling them to do something in their young twenties that I never did. Right. Yeah. So I don't want to be a hypocrite. Uh, they'll figure it out like I did. So talk to that guy. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you're feeling like you have nothing to offer. Uh, you need to hear that you do have something to offer. If, if if all you have to offer is that you've been walking this earth for 65 years, like that's something. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like like to, to a guy that's been walking, you know, 23 years. I mean, you've literally been on this planet, you know, nearly three times longer than they have. Like you have something to offer if if that's it. But the reality is you have more than that. And mm. and don't be afraid of your shortcomings and your failures because it's through those shortcomings and failures that we often learn the most about who we are, who God yep. is, right? Yep. So so let's just say you're a man and maybe you failed four or five times in your life. Man, grab a younger guy. And maybe he's only going to fail two or three times because he right. got to walk next to you. Like, like, like right. the go is I'm going to help you trip uh, one time less than I did. Yep. Like, like, yeah. like, like if that's the only thing that we achieve out of this, then it was worth it. It was absolutely right. worth it. But the reality is, man, you have, you have business experience, you have marital experience, you have um, friendship experience, you know, you have a whole history of, of these years behind you that, that you need to be imparting. Uh, to the next generation, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So what comes to mind when you're saying that, because you're exactly right, is this, uh, yeah, the curse of knowledge, mm. which is we often forget what it's like to not know what we know. And so if you're sitting over there and you're thinking about like, listen, what what do I know? I don't know anything. They don't want to hear anything from me. Just go, no, that that's the curse of knowledge. You forget what it's like to be 22, 18, 19, whatever it is, and have no clue how any of this works or worse, you think, you know, but you Come really on. don't know. You've got a curse of knowledge on the other way. And, uh, and so, yes, just start to, to talk. And if maybe, maybe you don't feel like you can articulate some amazing spiritual truths or anything like that. Here's one thing you can do is you can ask questions and you can listen. 
and just give somebody your attention as we talked about in the last episode. Come on, man. I, my favorite part of any wedding is, is after the wedding, you're at the reception, the bride and groom are together. And then it's, it's like first dance time. But you know how they have, like, they ask everybody to stand up if you've been married five years, 10 years, 20 years, 40 years, right? And it's that one couple that's been married, like, 72 years. They got married when they were eight, back when that was cool. And, (laughs) and, 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 And then it's the question, like, what's one piece of knowledge what's one piece mm. of information you want to give this new couple like that's my favorite part of the way so good yeah right and I, I just experienced this i was at i was at robbie Gallaty's church in nashville a couple of weeks ago and we were doing a big men's event and so we had these men stand up we were giving away swag and so if you've been walking with jesus for five years stand up 10 years 20 years there's a cat in the room that had been walking with jesus for 68 years come on and at that point, do you just go here and you get the mic? I'll sit down. That's exactly yeah. what happened, bro. So we just we just handed him the mic and and we were like, tell us one thing. Like, like just give us one thing. And I love what the cat said, bro. He said, he said, What I've learned after 68 years is God is more faithful than me. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so rich. <laughs> but listen, if I'd been walking with Jesus for six months, I'd be like, huh? What? What is, what is that? You know, uh, what does that mean? Okay. Um, but yeah, like that's, that's a, uh, that's a man who has been through some things. Come on. Uh, and you know, there's some depth to that. And that's why it can come out so simple and pithy like oh. that. Just the simple trust and obey. It's profound. You never outgrow it. Never uh, do. That's amazing. So we all have something, right? We all have something. And so yeah. guys, if you've been walking with Jesus, I mean, what would you say? Let's put, I, I know it's always weird to put a number on it. I mean, would you say like any, any guy following Jesus for more than five years, you've got something to share? Is it 10 years? Like what, what, what would you say to that? Yeah, I think, man, I think you've been walking with Jesus for a year. You've got sh- something to share, right? There you go. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of you only have to be one lesson ahead. There you go. To bring okay. somebody else along. Excellent. Yep. Right. And so, man, if you pick up a new bit of information, a new bit of knowledge, if you if you learn something new in the Bible, I think sometimes we we, we want to hold on to that stuff, and and really we should be giving it away as fast yeah. as we get it. Yep. And yep. Um, uh, so, yeah, one year, five years, ten years. Uh, certainly, if you've been walking with Jesus for 10, 15, 20 years, you know, older men, you need to hear me say this, like like. Whether you recognize it or not, there's an entire generation of younger men in your church that are starving yep. for what you have. Yep. And yep. and may, and maybe you have to take the first step. Maybe maybe they're maybe they are so prideful or egotistical, or maybe they're just nervous, like like the guy at the eighth grade dance, and they don't want to cross the floor. Like have enough courage to walk across the floor. Um, I'll never forget the first man that ever mentored me, discipled me. He was 70 years old. I walked through the door. I don't know anyone. And he looks at me and he says, you have the countenance of the Lord on you. And I mm. said, sir, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Start checking your arms, like looking around, like, is that like, something I got to, what like, do you, yeah. do you get a shot for that? Like, yeah. like, is, is this something bad? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, so, and, and he's like, do you know what that means? And I'm like, no. And he, and he just, he begins to walk me through the Bible and, uh. and, and yeah, man, was it a little weird? Sure. Was it a little creepy? Sure. But, 
but but guess what, man? You're owed, so you get to be a little weird and creepy. Like <laughs> like like wear that badge, yes, and 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 go do something weird and um and, and start awesome. discipling these young guys. Yeah, show up in your sandals and socks. It's okay. You <laughs> can do good. that. It's all good. Um, and listen, my boys are wearing Crocs and socks now, so you'll look like you're fitting right in with all that. Here, here's uh, just like I can remember. So what John Reeves. And Bob Strickland, like where those relationships started, you know what they did? All, they they uh, they asked me questions about my life, Come and on. then they just listened to it, and that's where it started. Then, as I started to see that these men cared about me, yeah. then it was like it kind of changed. Where it was, oh, let me ask you about this. Let me ask you about this. Let me ask you about that. And that's where the relation. But but they took the first step, and in, in kind of you know it's going to sound like a weird word, but pursuing me. Of going, hey, let me get to know your story. Tell me about your family. How's school going? Now, what are you thinking about when you're done with school? Okay, well, how's your job going? They just would sit there and just pay attention to me. And that's how I knew, okay, I think these guys have something like they're for me. They're not against me. Their intent is good. And then the tables start to turn where I'm doing more of like using them as a resource and they loved it, right? Because that is so much fun when you've learned something. It brings, as Paul talks about, it makes the joy complete in some ways when you can share it with somebody else. And so uh, so that's good. Okay, let's talk to those guys that are maybe uh, egotistical, arrogant, going, uh, how can those guys teach me anything, right? What, what would you say to that guy? Not that he'll listen, not that he'll listen right now, right? But <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but what would you say to him? Yeah, I would just I would just remind him that that you don't know it all, hmm. uh, and you're created in the image of God. Like you were created for community. God is the original OG of community. He's hmm. the he he existed in community from the beginning of time. He's he's God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, and being made in His image. Like you were made to be in community with others. And and what happens typically for young men is that we love peer groups. Yeah. So we kind of live in this extended like frat mindset, <laughs> like squad goes, right? What, yeah. what did Drake say? We started at the bottom, but now the whole team's here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 what you get, um, there's no iron sharpening iron. I call it I call it one dull butter knife sharpening another. <laughs> Just so rubbing good. up against another, right? And and there's no wisdom, you know. There's no, no growth um, uh, because there's there's not that there's not that hard rock to to to, mm. to rub up against. So so I, listen to me, young man, like. You may you may think you're going to go far, and you may think you're going to succeed, and 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 you know take the next mountain or whatever it is. But but you're not going to do that without without someone older, someone wiser, speaking into your life. Or mm. or worse, you're going to do it, and you're going to hurt, and you're going to break a lot of people on yeah. your way, you know, yeah. and ultimately damage yourself. So so it is. I can't tell you the importance if you're if you're twenty, twenty five, thirty, forty years old. Man, to have a a older, wiser, more holy guy speaking into your life—that is the only way you grow. It's mm. the only way you grow. And and listen, that's that's not a religious phenomenon, right? Mm-mm. So Kobe Bryant knew that if he's going to be the best basketball player in the world, he had to imitate the best. Yep. Right. So he imitated Michael Jordan, who's the greatest of all time. Don't at me, bro. 
He's the greatest of all time. <laughs> they're going to. I'm just, I promise you, they're going to. And, people and, are not going to pay attention to the rest of this episode because you just right. said that. <laughs> that's right. And, and and that's all life is. All life is imitation. That's it. Yep. So, that's so we're, good. but but it's what are you imitating, right? Like, and who are you imitating? So, um, weightlifters have known this for years. Like, if if I bench press 180 pounds and I want to bench press 250, bro, I got to start training with guys that bench press 250. That's like, right. That's how I get there. Yep. Right. So it's like the rest of the world has figured this out. And then the church is just kind of plodding along. Yeah. Like discovering that that if we want growth from the next generation, if we want growth from these younger men, you know, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to glean wisdom and holiness from 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 somewhere else. And yeah, and it's gotta be those older men speaking to the younger men. So younger men, like you need to be the first guy in the room to raise your hand and say, I need help. That's right. I need guidance. I want to be trained. Like, like be that guy. Yeah, there's something different. And maybe if I think back to younger or talking to some other younger guys, uh, there's a difference between your faith being personal and it being private. It is mm. deeply personal. So following cool. Jesus is a personal endeavor. But as you just talked about, the OG community, it is not a private endeavor. This is stuff that we are designed, wired, created. It It's just the way the, quote, game is played is you are going to grow better with others. And it's going to be a lot of different others. So, and and again, I know you're not saying this, like, so uh, leave all the dull butter knives behind and only go hang out with older people. It's not that. No, those dull (laughs) butter knives, you guys are suddenly going to become rocks and you're going to be able to start to sharpen one another. And those are your friends. And it's great. It is phenomenal to hang out with other dull butter knives. But we've got to add to that some of Mm. these older guys that can help us along the way. Which, listen, that's the heartbeat of Better Man, right? That's that's one of the things that we find great joy in doing is connecting those two generations so that we can usher more and more boys into manhood. Yeah, it's it's. I'm not going to say it's the greatest benefit because because I think there are some great benefits that Better Man produces, but creating that space where an older man can facilitate group discussion at a table with younger men. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's where the magic happens. Yeah. Like, like I love JP. I love Derwin. I love all our, our speakers. I love our content. Obviously, you know, it's it's first class. That's not where the magic's at. Hmm. The magic is in that, is in that group discussion around the table, older men kind of speaking into and and just walking alongside younger men. And I'll never JP said something to me a couple of months ago that that rock me. I will never forget this. He said, Chris, you'll, you'll never out strategize three or four guys sitting around the table. Hmm. You'll never out strategize two or three men sitting around a fire. I don't, I, I don't care what discipleship strategy is coming down the line. I don't care what new age evangelism is coming down the line. At the end of the day, we will never beat two, three, four men sitting around a table, sitting around a fire, doing life together. It's the way, it's the way God designed it. It's the way Jesus did it. And, and that's, we need to get back to that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Chris, this is awesome. So older guys, you've got something to offer. Just pursue, ask questions, be available. Uh, don't buy that lie that you've got nothing to offer. You, all you have to have is, I love what you said. You just got to be one lesson ahead of somebody. Yeah. Be able to be a blessing to them and to help them. And younger guys, uh, just recognize this is the way you were designed. It was designed that, to have some older people in your life to help you 
along. And so we do this. Um, this is this is where this is where boys become men in these types of situations, and we can become the men that God wants us to be. Come on, love it. All right, Chris, as always, great to be with you. Thanks, Adam. Have a good one, bro. Every week here on the Better Man Podcast, our aim is to give you real tips on how you can be the better man that God has made you to be. And we do this because we meet guys all the time who want to be a better man, but they don't know how to do it. Most men get their cues on what it means to be a man from the culture. And although there are some great examples out there, we believe the most common cultural examples of masculinity fall short of what God wants from us. Well, today, in addition to this podcast, we want to let you know about a bonus resource. It's called Five Ways to Be a Better Man. It's a free e-publication written to simplify and encourage your pursuit of biblical masculinity. It's actionable, it's quick to read, and it's free. All you have to do is go to betterman.com, put in your email address, and you will be able to download this publication called Five Ways to Be a Better a better man. So go on out there right now, betterman.com. Once again, that's betterman.com.